0: Welcome to Creative Mind Living, a podcast for personal growth based on the works of Carl Jung, neuroscience, and Eastern philosophies. We are your hosts, Deborah Barrett Maldonado and Dr. Rob Maldonado, founders of Creative Mind Coaching. Well, it is another great episode, Rob. How are you today?
1: It is. uh, I'm good. We're We're talking
0: about cultivating love.
1: Part of our emotions series.
0: Yes. If you haven't been listening or you just started listening, please check out our previous episodes. We have a whole series on all the different types of emotions and love is one of the most beautiful emotions. The
1: pinnacle, yes. The snow-capped mountain.
0: (laughs) And we have something really fun that we want to celebrate with you is about a couple of weeks ago we celebrated our 14th year together uh, mm. our first date 14 years ago and I, it's kind of amazing accomplishment for <laughs> me to be in a relationship that long for someone who couldn't last 14 days with someone before i met you
1: <laughs> is that a record
0: it's a record but it's really um i want to say that i feel like nothing's changed between us that Love the the passion the um the romance that we met had when we first met is is not gone and a lot of people you know they're 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 together for a long time mm-hmm. and they just kind of lose it or they forget about all the different levels of love and that's what we're going to talk about today people ask us what is our secret do you guys really love each other do, are you like that <laughs> do in you real practice life practice
1: what you preach
0: yes so we're going to reveal um, some really wonderful ideas about love in this episode.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do we mean by cultivating? And this is a simple definition, creating the conditions for our own growth. Mm. So when we talk about cultivating love, you're creating the conditions for your love to grow, to open your heart. Wonderful. And we'll talk about how to do that at the end of the
0: The call. So you have to stay tuned for the end. Stay tuned. So a lot of people think of love as this flurphy feeling you get when you have chemistry with someone. And it's that romance that uh, kind of butterflies. And we're going to talk about the three levels of love from a biological standpoint, from a psychological standpoint, and a spiritual standpoint. Mm-hmm. and how you can have a relationship that incorporates all three levels. All right. So let's start with the first level.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Greeks were great thinkers and great philosophers, and so we're going to talk about their system of how they broke down love. And, you know, keep this in mind, we're not we're not advocating for going back to the past and just uh, kind of focusing on... Ancient philosophy. What we're saying is, we need to redefine these concepts for ourselves mm-hmm. and make them work the way we live now in today's world. So the, here's a couple of um, of ideas, and this is at the biological stage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right when when our bodies start to wake up and the hormones start flowing and
0: the fluttering and, and the and butterflies,
1: springtime and. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> So the the first concept they had of love is called l- ludus. And ludus, L-U-D-U-S, is playful love, flirting. Uh, like a crush. Can be a crush. Uh, can be puppy love. Mm. You know, when we were kids or young and... Uh, you said, uh, I
0: love Jimmy on the back of my notebook. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Check- daydreamed about him, but you never talked to him.
1: Yes. Now, that stays with us all our lives, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't want to neglect it or push it away. It's an important part of falling in love with that. It's fun, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's joyful.
0: Mm -hmm. It's playful. You know, I I was at a wedding once where the, the, um, it was a Jewish wedding, and the um, officiant said, the rabbi, he said, uh, marriage is a long dull meal with the dessert served at the beginning. <laughs> and the key to a happy marriage is to have dessert all throughout your marriage. And that's what I feel that the playfulness you, you don't want, it's there in the beginning. It, it's kind of like the entry point. Yeah. And you know, it's how we first as teenagers begin to feel that. Like yeah. kind of get the first essence of that, or, or
1: yeah, or even just couples when they meet when they first meet, right? There's a playfulness. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, On co- the texts, I hear my clients always say, "Well, he joked around and yeah. said this, and it's kind of and fun. calling
1: each other baby names and and, mm-hmm. and kind of acting silly and those kind of things." Mm-hmm. So that's that's that God uh, Ludus who is always playing around. The second part, and this is still part of our biology. Is eros. Now, eros—that's where the word erotic comes from, and it's the physical love,
0: mm.
1: right? Once the body starts to enter, and we start to really wake up sexually, that's eros. That's mm. the god of that sexuality, that physicality that we call uh, love making mm. and sex.
0: And so, that first stage is very material, very physical, very uh, uh, raw and innocent in a way, some of the playfulness. but And, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier. It's what every romantic comedy is based on, mm-hmm. this playfulness and sex. And that's about it. That's where it stops. Yep. It ends there. <laughs> and then happily ever after. And then <laughs> yeah. we don't know what happens.
1: Yeah. And, and it's it's sad because a lot of people think that that's how it's supposed to be. For the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. and then they're disappointed when that these physical elements of love don't last forever. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about why that is. But but if you notice, yeah, if you observe uh, romantic comedies and other movies, that uh, that's that's as far as they go. They, that's mm-hmm. how they define love, and even literature. A lot of literature simply based on these ideas of. Ludus, and
0: Arrows. And then the next level is the psychosocial, which is really the psychological, more, and more evolved part of love. And it's really this, more the friendship, the mind, and it's called... Philia. Ooh, like Philadelphia? Well, <laughs>
1: if you if you notice, it's very close to family.
0: Mm, ooh, that is right.
1: The word is associated with family right and philia is that that connection we have with our kin
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but also with friends T H
0: I L I A.
1: yes and it's also it also translates as the love of the mind mm. so if you think about relationships it means that you love somebody's mind mm-hmm. you're not only after their body <laughs> <laughs> you're not after the goodies you also want to hear what they have to say.
0: And that's at weddings a lot of times they'll say, I'm, I'm marrying my best friend today. Sure. And so you're going into more of the, out of the playful erotic state to these more serious, uh, like more of a longer term bond.
1: Right. And we don't want to exit the Eros and Ludus, of no. course.
0: But uh, a lot of people do. They think, well, now we have to get serious. We have to have a serious relationship.
1: <laughs> right. or Or they think that one excludes the other, Mm -hmm. that you're either serious or you're you're that uh, eros, uh, erotic, playful stage, Mm -hmm. or you're serious about family. And there's no reason why these can't coexist. Mm
0: -hmm. That's
1: that's why it's important to know about them.
0: A lot of couples have, when they have children, they end up losing that playfulness because they're focusing on the children. And we have to remember that Parenting is stressful, and you have to have fun, and you have to laugh, and mm-hmm. all those things. And then there is another aspect of the psychosocial, which is a higher form of love in couples, and that is
1: pragma. And this is where pragma, uh, the word pragmatic, comes from. It means very practical. Mm pragma so you have philia and pragma and pragma is really in couples it's it's that long-term relationship mm. that's well established mm-hmm. right you're comfortable you you know this person's got your back and you got their back mm-hmm. and you're not going anywhere right they trust you you trust them that's pragma
0: and it's more than just friendship it's this kind of soulfulness of uh connecting like you're kind of there for them commitment
1: commitment that's right Mm. Yeah, it's a solidness it's Mm. a connection that you have with this other human being who just maybe a few years ago was a total stranger right (laughs) this is an incredible maybe it was a one
0: night stand
1: (laughs) yeah you never know and then it
0: turned into a 10-year marriage. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: We know people that got married uh, in two weeks, right? Yes. They, they met each other two weeks later, they were married, and mm-hmm. they've been together for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible. We don't recommend it. but <laughs>
0: <laughs> If you're enjoying this conversation and do not want it to end, it doesn't have to. You can join us on our Facebook fan page at Creative Mind Method and continue the conversation Get tools, free visualizations, free downloads, and announcements of live events and new courses that we're hosting. So join us after the show at Creative Mind Method on Facebook. See you there. Okay, so let's review. The first stage is the biological, and it's ludus, which is the playful love, the crush, and the eros, which is the erotic love. The second stage is the psychosocial, which is philia, the love of the mind, friendship, and pragma, which is the highest form of love in couples. That's so right. commitment.
1: That's right. And
0: then that leads us to spiritual.
1: The spiritual level. And most people have heard this term because of the agape church uh,
0: And in Christianity, I mean, uh, Catholicism, they talk about agape.
1: Agape is the concept of selfless, unconditional love, which is a spiritual practice. And it's all very related to the love of God, the Mm. love of mankind, of humanity, uh, St. Francis, Mm. that kind of selfless giving to everyone.
0: So it's almost like... Two people come together, they have the sexual level, they have the playfulness, they are committed to each other, they like each other's minds, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they have a friendship, they also have a commitment. But the last part is the spiritual, I see this is more, this is where they have a bigger purpose than just the two of them, that there's some kind of uh, spiritual purpose they're meant to do. And it doesn't mean they have to work together like you and I do, but that always kind of works out better because you're get to spend more time together but you you have this joint mission that's bigger than the both of you bigger than your ego
1: yes and of course the the default uh mission for most couples is the children Mm -hmm. Uh, but we also see that um, couples can be a team yes you know they're they're working together Mm -hmm. Uh, they're building something together even if they're not working in a business together they're their their family their mm-hmm. home uh their social standing is is that purpose for them and it's that giving of giving up of the individual self mm-hmm. sacrificing that to to create that
0: i remember when i was um first reading all relationship books in the 80s and 90s and a lot of the therapy books were saying, you know, codependency and couples and all, uh, counseling and things like that. They talk about uh, one of the books talked about the point system. Is like if he takes out the garbage, you you know, this transactional kind of love where you do this for me and I do that for you. And we can get into that in relationships. And there could be a, you know, this is why a lot of couples get into fights because what did you do for me lately? But the spiritual level takes that away, that transactional, like you owe me, I owe you. Uh, it, it turns into that unconditional love that, you know, what I, I know you're, you you can't be there for me right now, but I'm loving you right now, regardless of that. Um, you know, instead of being so hard on each other, we have this more opening, uh, unconditional mm-hmm. way to view each other.
1: Yeah, not only that, I think that there's a divine element. Mm-hmm. Right, that you feel that your relationship connects you to to the divine. Mm-hmm. That love that you have for this other person is divine. It, mm-hmm. You feel that this this puts me in touch with God, with the transcendent, with the universe, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And so, when we look at all three levels, you know, you go from this playful uh, kind of attraction um all which is a spectrum right it goes from that having a crush all the way to passionate intense love uh and then into more the bonding Mm -hmm. and the social uh confirmation and commitment of marriage or or being a couple Mm -hmm. and 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 then to that spirituality right including that the divinity and as a couple as uh as uh, a family
0: well i think the last element is something well all levels we have to come to terms with our own self uh as far as um do we are we playful in life with ourselves are we hard on ourselves It's hard to be playful with a partner if you're highly critical of yourself or or always negative and and you're just kind of down. So it's it's that the other person is going to bring the playfulness and you want to bring that playfulness into your life just with yourself. And also the erotic is about pleasure. How do you give yourself pleasure? Do you eat... (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Rob, stop laughing. Do you eat delicious food? Do you nurture yourself? And it doesn't even have to be fattening food, but do you put beautiful food in your body do you eat salads that you know fresh vegetables do you take walks on the beach or uh in the in the field and or the mountains and do you you know are you around nature are you do you have a a soft cute yummy little um nightie that you wear that's cuddly you know that feels good what do we what do you do for yourself and then the friendship is really you, you have to also be friends with yourself and you have to love that, that love for yourself. And the last one is you have to have your own relationship with the divine or else you will project that onto the, your partner. And then your partner will be the one who brings in all the glory and all the light and all the the the, the divine in, in, in um, infusion into your life.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so when we talk about these levels, remember that if you're not complete with yourself in these things, your relationship is going to be missing those.
1: Okay, so now every, everyone is waiting for how do we do this? How
0: do we do it?
1: Right, because we all need this. Mm-hmm. This is not optional.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if you want a meaningful life, you have to think about these things and come to terms with them.
0: And all, re- if you want a lasting relationship, they have to have these three levels or you won't be fully satisfied i mean you c- it won't maybe not end the relationship but you will not feel satisfied
1: okay so three steps three easy steps <laughs> well, i don't know about easy but right there uh, there are mm-hmm. three uh first you have to know you have you need the knowledge mm-hmm. this higher knowledge of what is love instead of just saying well i know what love is it's you know it's like in the movies or it's mm-hmm. like in the books or or it's like my friend, uh, Kathy, and, and, you know, just kind of going with that. No, you have to examine, how do I feel about love? What was, the, what was the information? What was the image that I got from my parents, from my grandparents, from my friends? What is that about? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I really perceive it? How do I feel about it? And then look at these biological, psychosocial, and spiritual levels. Where are you on that, those spectrums? Like Because it's like you were saying, if you don't have them in you, if you don't feel them in you, nobody can really give them to you. Mm-hmm. You have to find them within you first. So this knowledge is really the first step. You have to be able to know what you're talking about, what you're approaching <laughs> when you say love.
0: Second step is contemplating So first you know it And then you're thinking about it And you're like you were saying Mm -hmm. Looking at your family history Looking at your, your own relationship history Look at what Maybe what you might even just by contemplating it realize, oh, that's what was missing in that relationship or that's what I wasn't bringing to the relationship. Maybe that's why that relationship didn't work out. I didn't bring that commitment or that soulfulness to it or I didn't bring the playfulness to it or I, 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 forgot, I got too serious too quickly. Um, what, what was um, missing? What elements were missing? And then the last is to really set an intention to have all three. To That I want to cultivate all three of these areas, and like I was just saying earlier, you need to cultivate the pleasure within yourself and your own life. Do you give yourself pleasure in well, you could give it a lot there's a lot of ways you can Why do that, that. <laughs> but also in just what do you do to make your, help yourself feel good? Do you take care of your body? Do you take care of your life? Do you surround yourself with beautiful things that are um, that are pleasant? to you? Do you have a, a, you know, the temperature right in the house, like little things? Do you nurture yourself? Um, Playfulness? Do you incorporate that in your everyday life? And just really look at these areas and say, where am I not giving it to myself? And then like they say on the airplane, you got to put the mask on first before you assist others. You really do have to take care of all these areas within yourself. And then you make the intention and the commitment to take action toward doing that. And you may have a, you know all these things except the spiritual level. Uh, so with a spiritual level, what do you think would be a way for them to connect and bring that into their life, for someone to bring the spiritual uh, agape into their life?
1: Actually, that's the simplest one mm. uh, to do individually because all it requires is, is that you think about others instead of yourself. So that means it doesn't have to be the right one or, or mm. the one or this beloved person. You can be selfless with your neighbor mm-hmm. with a homeless person, mm-hmm. with a dog mm-hmm. uh, with birds, with uh, your church mm-hmm. uh, in your community you know you you can volunteer, you can give. Mm-hmm. Always,
0: and I want to really underscore this because people, when you say the selflessness, people confuse that for being doormats, for being unable to be selfish, unable to nurture themselves at, at the expense of uh, other people, at uh, the expense of themselves to help others. And it's not about discounting yourself because a bro- a person who doesn't take care of themselves can't help other people. So you also have to take care of yourself, but it's that. Um, you're not doing it to get anything back. Think of it that way. Like I'm giving out of the pure idea of giving. See, a lot of people that have that doormat, please, uh, you know, that um, kind of uh, martyr type of thing, Mm. they're really giving to get attention. They're giving to feel secure. They're giving for some kind of ego reason. And when we think about that selflessness, we're really saying I'm giving because I'm so abundant with my own love that I want to share it. And that's really what we're talking about. That's that higher unconditional love.
1: It is a, a fierce power, mm-hmm. agape. It's not a, a benign, uh, it's kind of like, passive. It's not like peace love me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. on the contrary, you're right. It, it is a very powerful stance that we're taking and saying, I am powerful enough to be selfless, mm. to give. So incredible power in in love that we're Mm -hmm. given. Mm -hmm. But like any power, we have to study it.
0: Mm. We have to
1: approach it with respect. We have to discipline ourselves. Mm. And it will yield to us because it is our nature. Mm -hmm. We're designed for it.
0: And we also just launched a new Facebook group for love only. We have a group for coaching and life coach training but we have a group now it's free uh it's called creative love coaching on facebook if you want to look it up we'd love to see you there and interact with you and let us know what you think of this episode and we're going to continue with the emotion series we'll have another emotion to deal with next week and we're really excited to have you on our show and um listening to us and staying loyal to this wonderful podcast that we're putting out
1: Yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.
0: Take care.